everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park, located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I am grateful to be here with you today, and I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your comments, questions, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call us or text us anytime at 612-999-3426. We look forward to hearing from you. We are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other podcasts and streaming services. You can also watch our broadcast live on the radio station's Facebook page at AM950 Radio. We have another great show for you today. Joining me in a few minutes will be Rachel Schroman. She is an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law, LLC, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Her law firm has been named the best estate law firm in Minnesota by readers of the Star Tribune. We will be talking about estate planning, elder law, including medical assistance planning, along with the state and trust administration uh, concerns. We have several questions from listeners from the last time Rachel was on the show, which was actually in November of 2019. Um, One of the neat things that we're going to explore a little bit today here is Rachel is also a volunteer in hospice as an end-of-life doula, along with her therapy dog, Mabel. If you have any questions for Rachel, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. We'll give out those numbers throughout the show. So if you missed it, don't worry about it. We'll get those numbers out to you. Um, you will enjoy listening to my conversation with Rachel Schroman here uh, on all the amazing things she's doing to help support our elder care community. All right. Before we begin our conversation with Rachel, I want to mention our new website has been launched, and you can find us at livinghealthyradio.com. There you can find information about upcoming guests as well as listen to my previous interviews. That's livinghealthyradio.com. I want to thank Julie Hamilton and her team at Avalo Web Development for their wonderful wonderful work on our website. All right. I also want to mention... If you are looking for assisted living in the St. Paul area, look no further than the amazing campus at Episcopal Homes. They are located near Highway 280 and University Avenue, and they have been serving older adults for over 125 years. Part of a continuum of care, their assisted living community offers studio, one- and two-bedroom apartments. Services are provided by a compassionate care team who get to know you and what you like and become like a second family. Stay as busy as you want by attending art or exercise classes, joining singing groups, or attending prayer and worship services. Enjoy fine dining and take in live performances or see a movie at their theater. Gather with friends at the bistro or the pub. Take walks through gardens and green spaces. 
or head over and read to the children from the on-site daycare. Episcopal Homes Assisted Living also offers memory care with specialized activities and support for those impacted by memory loss. For more information, visit episcopalhomes.org or call them at 651 651- 632-8801. All right, folks, you have two ways to get your questions answered today. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling AM950 Radio Station, and our friendly show producer, Dan, will get your call on the air. Again, that number is 952-946-6205. And, of course, you can always directly text us your questions at 612 Please don't wait till the show's ended to call in or text us your questions. We often receive many of the same questions after the show has ended. So if you have a question, and this is a great chance to talk to one of the best estate attorneys here in Minnesota uh, about your questions. So we look forward to taking those here throughout the show today. All right, I want to welcome my guest today. Really excited to have her back. Uh, her name is Rachel Schroman, and she is an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law, LLC, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. And as I mentioned before, her law firm has been named the best estate law firm in Minnesota by readers of the Star Tribune. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Thank you, Ken. I'm happy to be back. And congratulations on achieving that recognition. That's that's fantastic. Thank you. Yes, it was a little surreal to get the news um, and also very, very exciting. Well, you know, it's an honor. We, yes. uh, um, um, my organization has won the Reader's Choice Award now two years in a row for, mm. for the work we do in the South Metro mm-hmm. and uh, in Lakeville, Apple Valley, Dakota County area. And it, it really, it's just great for the team. I mean, to have some, you know, our community recognize yes. the, the great work we're, we're doing and uh, and the honor it is to do that. So I, I think that's wonderful. I really am excited for you to get that, uh, that award. Well, thank you. All right. Well, the audience always loves to learn more about my guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we jump into all this amazing, great topics that I, I want to talk to you about, tell us more about your background um, and kind of how you ended up directing your uh, inspiration to then support and serve in the law area for elder care? Well, um, since a very young age, I've been called to serve in kind of the elder community or the end of life spectrum. Um, uh, I started volunteering in nursing homes when I was 14. In fact, uh, when I was in high school, I received service awards every year for the amount of hours I was volunteering in um, nursing homes back in Dubuque, Iowa. And I really think it was kind of that core passion that led me to doing estate planning and elder law when I went to law school. I certainly didn't know this is the area I wanted to practice in when I started law school. In hindsight, it's very obvious. Yeah. Um, but I, it definitely um, was fueled by a passion for serving the community I serve. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love having you on the show for mm-hmm. is, is I'm always looking for people that are in some type of service to others. Yeah, but but the, I always tell people the only criteria really is you have a passion for doing it. Whatever it is right. in life, are you passionate about it? Mm-hmm. And and that's probably why you you won the best estate law, uh, law firm is that you are passionate about what you do, and mm-hmm. I'm sure people can sense that. Um, most of society is not passionate about what they do. They're passionate right. about their hobby. Yes. <laughs> or they're yes. passionate about other things, not their work. Yes. But if, you, but if you think about it, your life's work. 
you just can't waste your time not being passionate. So yeah, and I, I that's a good point, Ken, because I've thought about that a lot the past year as my business has really grown and I'm hitting my stride and getting to do more of what I want, both professionally and volunteer wise. And I, I do just feel extremely, extremely fortunate that my career yeah. is also my passion and also what I believe is my life purpose and my calling. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, many people I've talked to never get to that question. Yeah. Well, why am I here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what What is my purpose? And I, I really feel bad for them because I don't think they ever can experience joy. Because ultimately, you, you, if you have joy, you can give joy to other people. You can mm-hmm. help them. And, and especially in, my, in you know, what, what we do, you know, it, it, we do parallel things here. We, I take care of – my team takes care of elderly and, and, uh, and terminally ill people. Mm-hmm. And you're helping people prepare for that eventuality in yeah. a sense. Um, and, you know, so it's just it's, – it's, it's sometimes discouraging how little joy you find out there in, mm-hmm. in, in talking to people. Except for yes. this radio show, because people call me because they're so passionate about what they want to talk about. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it, it gives you hope. So, I mean, it, right. this is so much fun for me. I'm, I'm very honored. But um, so, so you um, guy from a young age, really, you were involved with the elderly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it, I think that's so interesting because um, we, t- we tend to separate, you know, this, uh, this America is kind of focused on youth and, and yeah. immortality and all, the, all those things. And we, and we kind of, shuffle our seniors to 55 and older places and assisted living. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of put them off. And it's really f- discouraging for me that there's no integration with kids. I mean, mm-hmm. kids, I mean, a lot of times, you know, do they even see their grandparents or their you know, grandparents have moved to somewhere warmer? Um, and they don't really have as much interaction. And I think there's so much wisdom, yeah. so much insight that, that these amazing people who have lived their whole life have, have done Mm-hmm. And it just kind of stays with them. And I know it needs to be passed on to the next generations. Um, so I know one of the things that you do is help people with estate planning and to make sure that they that their legacy, that their intentions and the things that are important to them yes. do get handled properly. Mm-hmm. And as we talked before the show, it's not something you should do on your own. <laughs> you Correct. should do a, self, a self-service estate planning. Yeah. Um, you really want to get someone like you. Who, who does this for a living and is passionate about it. Yes, yes, that's very correct. And one example I give to clients a lot when they talk about, you know, oh, is the will just something I could do myself? Mm-hmm. I say, well, you can represent yourself in a criminal trial matter. That doesn't mean you should. Right. And estate planning, when it is done well, is really about preventing messes right. and preventing additional issues. And, you know, we can talk about this a little bit more after the break, but in my early career, I learned (laughs) that it can be very easy to make mistakes. And I'll I'll expand on that when we come back. Let's do that, because that's Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the questions I got after the first show with you. All right, folks, it's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Rachel Schroman. She's an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law LLC located in St. Paul, Minnesota. And uh, she's also a volunteer in hospice, which makes her very special as an end-of-life doula. If you have any questions for Rachel, please give us a call, 952-946-6205. I'm Ken Hagland, and you're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well.
Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. This is where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the main studio at AM950 is Rachel Schroman. She is an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law, LLC, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Her firm has recently been named the best estate law firm in Minnesota by readers of the Star Tribune. And we are grateful to have her here today. And uh, be sure, folks, if you have any questions about elder law or estate planning or just any questions, she is just brilliant and she'd be happy to answer your questions here. So give us a call, 952-946-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205 or text us your question at 612-999-3426. All right. Before we return to our conversation with Rachel, I want to mention that this radio show is brought to you in part each week by the people at Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is an independent, locally owned medical practice serving our Twin Cities communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice has been helping patients and family members with award-winning end-of-life health care services. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you and your loved ones. Hospice brings compassionate medical, social, emotional, and spiritual services to your home with no cost to you or your family. It's the most amazing health care in the country. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support relating to that, please contact the caring team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their phone number is 952 898-1022. Once again, 952-898-1022. Or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. And if you call them anytime, you will get a registered nurse answering the phone, and they can help you with your questions. All right, Rachel, how can our listeners reach you for more information? Well, they can call me directly at 651-571-2515, or they can submit questions or communication through my website, which is www.shromanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N law.com. All right. And it's a beautiful website. Wow. Just Thank you. Great. I mean, it's easy to read, easy mm-hmm. to navigate. Very, very nice. Thank you. Um, okay. We talked about last segment <laughs> about not... Um, doing the DIY with your estate planning. Um, It's even if you did do a DIY, it's good to have it run by you to make sure they did a good job. Yes. But, but, but I would encourage people to just sit down with you Mm -hmm. and, and maybe, maybe tell us some of the pitfalls that the DIYers have in estate planning that you may have run across. Yeah, I will. And, And one of the first things I'll say is the thing about wills is they, are almost, they seem very deceptively straightforward and simple. And I have little to no ego, Ken, so I use myself as an example of this. Uh, Now, in law school, I was an elder justice scholar, which means I really focused my law school studies on estate planning and elder law. As a brand new baby attorney, I drafted my first will. I finished it, and I thought, gosh, that was easy and straightforward. I gave it to my mentor, very confident that I had nailed it, and it came back covered in red. And that was the moment, it was really a wake-up call to me that, you know, one, you don't know what you don't know. So then, 
you know, followed the terror of being a new attorney who, right. who didn't know a lot of things. You know, thankfully I had mentors, but it also really showed me, man, even I with a Juris Doctorate yeah. as a licensed attorney thought this was really straightforward and simple, and I fell into a bunch of pitfalls. So I see this happen a lot where clients will come in, and sometimes they come in and they bring documents that they've done themselves, and you know we just walk through them. And frankly, a lot of the mistakes I see or a lot of the um, uh, things that were missed, they're mistakes and things I've missed early in my career. Like oh, sure. They're very, very easy. Um, mistakes to make, but they're important to catch. Or unfortunately, most often where I see mistakes and errors is someone's child coming in after they've passed. Yeah, right. And I'll give kind of a recent example. I had a woman, um, she came in, her father had passed away and she said, uh, you know, dad told us he had everything in place. This should be very straightforward. I just really don't know what to do. Can I come in and talk to you. And I always offer a free initial consultation. And if it just means I ask, answer a few questions and that's all they need, great. So I said, yep, come on in. So she comes in for the initial consultation. And she said, this should be very, very straightforward. Um, he owned a house and he put in his will that it goes to his kids equally. So we should just be able to sell it. And before he died, he put me as a joint owner on all of his accounts. So it doesn't have to go through probate and it goes to all of his kids. Well, it does not matter that he had a will, um, and I'm not even going to talk about the will itself, which was self-drafted. We'll, we'll just pretend oh. the will was you know, done in a way that was um, adequate. The property still has to go through probate, even though it's in a will. Now, there was the ways to avoid probate with property. It doesn't always have to be a trust, mm. but the way that you can avoid it is very, very fact-specific. So one, no, they could not just sell the house. They needed to uh, go forward with probate. But secondly, with the bank accounts, which the bank accounts totaled close to six figures, well, those didn't have to go through probate, but they were hers by function of law. He had added her as a joint owner. Now they passed only to her. Oh, as a survivor. Uh-huh. Oh, I got it. Yeah. So he had wanted it to go to all the children. A, she had no obligation to split that money with her siblings. She wanted to. She was going to follow his wishes. But I had to refer her to a tax attorney because now, not a tax attorney, a CPA, now she's gifting. Right. And so it just kind of created all of these hiccups and these hurdles. And I will tell you right now, she spent thousands on working with attorneys and professionals to go through probate and get the advice she needed and get everything ironed out. Whereas her dad probably would have spent maybe $600 to $800. Hmm with me or a, a comparable estate planning attorney right. to get the right plan in place, that it would have been smooth. And it's, it gets back to, you don't know what you don't know. And also, you know, I have clients come in sometimes, they say, we're really embarrassed. We don't know the details about this. And we don't really understand what a power of attorney is. And I just look at them and say, why would you? <laughs> right. I had to go to law school and start a career to understand half of this. There's nothing intuitive or inherent about it. Why would you know this? Right. That's why I exist. Um, so, yeah, it, it's very, very important to work well, with a professional. I, yeah. And we're, we're getting cued out here, but I, I always encourage people, the things that you fear the most, that's mm-hmm. when you want to seek professional, competent advice. Absolutely. Like you say, you make it so easy. The consultation's free. Yeah. I mean, do not 
go into this through your own because you can't unwind it once exactly. that event happens. The That's passing, exactly right. And uh, you know, it's like a hospice. You have one chance mm-hmm. to do a great job mm-hmm. for somebody and their family. All right. Well, that's, uh, it's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Rachel Schroman. She's an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law LLC located in St. Paul, Minnesota. And her firm has recently been named the best estate law firm in Minnesota by readers of the Star Tribune. If you have any questions for Rachel, give us a call, 952-946-6205. I'm Ken Hagland, and you're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life and also your loved ones. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Rachel Schroman. She is an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law LLC, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. And as we've been mentioning, her law firm has been named the best real estate, best estate law firm in Minnesota by readers of the Star Tribune. We are talking today about estate planning and elder law. And if you have any questions regarding that, uh, including medical assistance planning, that's very important for many people, um, give us a call at 952-946-6205. All right, before we return to our our discussion with Rachel, I want to mention if you or your loved ones are interested in exceptional care services, be sure to contact Episcopal Homes located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Episcopal Homes is proud to provide a full range of senior living and home health care services. And these include transitional care and short-term rehabilitation, innovative long-term care, assisted living, memory care assisted living, home care services, which are really options for their campus residents. There's also neighbor care, which is an in-home support option for surrounding neighborhoods that that surround the campus there. Um, There's also affordable senior housing. There's independent living options. There's intergenerational child care. You can see, folks, this is just an amazing campus that can support people throughout their life. Episcopal Homes has been proudly serving older adults for over 125 years. For more information, visit episcopalhomes.org or call them at 651-632-8801. All right, let's get back to our conversation with Rachel. Before we do, Rachel, if people have more questions, which I know they will, because I'll get them after the show, how can they reach you for more information? They can call me directly at 651-571-2515 or submit questions through my website, www.shromanlaw.com. And it is a great website, folks. You'd like that. Uh, be sure and look that up, shromanlaw, that's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N-L-A-W.com. Great website, great resources there. And uh, we're very fortunate to have her here today. She hasn't been on the show since 2019 pre-pandemic. <laughs> so really excited to uh, get her with her busy schedule. You know, one thing I, would, I do want to talk about a little bit here um, is this end-of-life doula, this volunteer mm-hmm. in hospice as an end-of-life doula. 
Mm-hmm. So first of all, people are going to wonder, what is a doula? Mm-hmm. And and end of life is a mystery for a lot of people. So we got a lot of things possibly unpack here. But what what inspired you or what drew you into becoming a volunteer mm-hmm. in hospice as a doula? Well, I I had learned about uh, end of life doula work, which is really kind of up and coming and um, growing right now, mm-hmm. around the time I started my law firm. And as soon as I heard about it, I thought, oh man, I want to be doing that. I was very, very drawn to that type of work. It's a very holistic, rounded um, career or profession where you're really supporting and holding space for someone who's passing in a way that you're helping them be curious about death, be an active participant in that process. I mean, it is just beautiful and very, very different than how I've experienced talking about or facing or thinking about, or rather not thinking about, death in our society. Um, So I was aware of it, but again, I had just started a law firm and I had some kind of self-limiting beliefs. I thought, Rachel, you're a lawyer. You need to be a lawyer. You can do this when you retire. (laughs) And I referred to end-of-life doulas um, when I would have clients that had terminal diagnoses. And I watched their experience shift so dramatically once they started working with an end-of-life doula and their energy around that process and that transition period. Um, It was just phenomenal. Now, I kind of, I told you earlier, I don't think I brought it up when I came in on your show last time, but a few weeks before I was on your show in 2019, um, I was actually with my father when he passed, uh, and he passed on his 70th birthday from early onset Alzheimer's. Oh, young. Very young, too young. Um, And it was really, that was my first time being with someone when they passed, and I might get a little um, choked up talking about it, but... The experience was very hard. There was a lot of grief and a lot of loss, but it was so profoundly the most spiritual and sacred experience Mm -hmm. I had had. And, you know, after we left the hospital and went home, I stood with my husband and I just put my hand on my heart and I wept because I was sad, but also because I could not believe the beauty Mm -hmm. in that process. And... Going through that and also seeing how other people in the family and people who were in that room experienced that, it really showed me, okay, I experienced this very differently. I was able to be very present, very focused on supporting him through that transition. I walked away feeling very, um, I don't know if fulfilled is the right word, but in a way, Mm-hmm. Um, Satisfi- satisfaction yes. also kind of comes in when you, yes. you you help facilitate that completeness or that transition from here to there. Yes, it was a very re- rewarding to be able to be of service in such mm-hmm. an intimate, important way. And like you said earlier, um, I mean, I almost got chills when you said you have one shot yeah. when you find a hospice place. And that's, I one shot with yeah. my dad when he passed. And so... I gave myself some time to grieve because it's also my first time going through grief. Oh, and boy, boy. Yeah. You, you don't know what to expect with that. Um, so about a year later in uh, 2020, um, winter of 2020 was when I did the end of life doula training. And I'm working on my certification right now. So I should have that at the end of the year. Um, and it just has been mind blowing. It's been 
so rewarding personally. It's great to work with the uh, patients through the volunteer work, but I have been floored how much of that end-of-life doula training has showed up in my law practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's times I have a client uh, client call, and I get off the call, and I go, that wasn't even legal work. I was dueling the whole time, it, which is amazing, right. amazing, amazing, and right. also shows how much people need that type of support and yeah. that space to have emotions and have those conversations and be curious and talk to another person who wants to dive in. Right. Oh, you're thinking about green burial? Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Human composting, you read an article, what do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Let's yep. get curious. Let's talk about it. Let's shed light on it. And the more I find with clients, we bring those topics out in the open and we voice the fears together and we look at it, the fear diminishes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. What's so fascinating is that your practice, your law practice, um, really ties so closely in because it's it's, yeah. it's people's aspirations. It's their legacy. It's their, There's all these things that many times they haven't really thought through. Mm-hmm. And yet, and, and this is the time to do it. And, yes. and actually... I've had I've had I've had some doulas on the show in the past, yeah, and and they really encourage people, don't wait till you're terminal. Oh gosh, yeah. I, I mean, it's just it's it's hard. Life is fast mm-hmm. and it's busy, but they say no, no, do do it now because it really then gets to what we talked about earlier. What's your purpose? You yes. you start to address these important life focused things that you you really wouldn't, and, mm-hmm. and again. One one uh, one uh, social worker and one chaplain said to me, "You know, enlightenment really comes to you when you realize you don't have much time left." Oh gosh, absolutely. You, you, you yeah. I mean, it's 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 something where we we, we are so distracted, and that's where people mm-hmm. can just meditate, take their time for themselves. Yes. They don't do. It. I mean, it, it's it's everything's just the opposite of what it should be. In yeah, life. yeah. <laughs> it's an well, upside it's, down situation. Yeah. And it's kind of cliche, you, you know, there's this, there was some song from maybe the early 2000s, Live Like You're Dying, and oh, yeah. you hear that a lot, and it's a little cliche. But when I did the end-of-life doula training, I was doing a um, uh, practice thing with another uh, person taking the course, and I had to go into the mindset as if I was dying and talk through my unfinished business. Mm-hmm. And there was a big thing that popped up that would have been unfinished business if I knew I was dying. And I did it that weekend. Oh, wow. I mean, th- that was hugely rewarding. It was a conversation I needed to have with a family member. Mm-hmm. And I worked through it in this training. And I went and I had the conversation and thought, amazing. Because I'm not necessarily going to have a heads up <laughs> that I'm going to die. I mean, right. it, it, for all I know, it could have happened the day after I had the conversation. Who knows? That's right. Um, but it's it's that type of just diving in, having the conversation unpacking and saying what's really going on here that, yes, it's important in the context of a terminal mm, patient, yeah. um, you know, for hospice professionals, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But even as an attorney, when I kind of said, I'm surprised how often this shows up, I'll have a client come in and we're working on their documents and they're just kind of stuck around the healthcare directive. Yeah. I set down my pen, I start asking some questions and it is amazing the things that will come up. Uh, one woman in particular, she was so heated and was having so much anxiety that was coming out as anger towards me around the healthcare directive. I nearly fired her as a client. But I thought, you know what? This isn't me. What's going on here? And we started unpacking it. 
it turned out very shortly before she came into me, she had watched her father die, and it was not a peaceful death. And there had been a lot of trauma and issues around the enforcement of a health care directive. So she shared this with me, and I went, okay, this makes sense. So we were able to really kind of process through that, talk about that, and then go back and work on her health care directive. But she had a massive amount of fear and anxiety around it being fueled by this recent traumatic experience. Yeah. That it's, it's, it's so interesting. It just parallels so much with hospice. Mm-hmm. People have, a lot of times there's relationship issues mm-hmm. that they don't address until yeah. the end of life. I mean, literally weeks, days, hours before they pass. And it's like, no, get those taken care of before. Yeah. Don't, don't wait till, till there's nothing left to lose. It's right. Just, it's just not. It's not healthy. But again, we we find that they have to tell their story. They have to work that through before they can get to other things, and and not get yes. stuck in that area. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got only a minute left here. Um, last segment. Let's talk some more about um, uh, some of the things that people just you know maybe top of mind should be aware of. Mm-hmm. If they haven't done certain things, it's kind of like life planning a little bit here. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about that, and then um, um, now Mabel is mm-hmm. your therapy dog. Yes. Certified therapy dog. Yes. Or, oh, wow, yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. So so, do you bring Mabel along then to some of the the doula um, encounters? S- sometimes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, we got to get Mabel in here. I um, know. <laughs> <laughs> she's missing out. All right. Anyway, it's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back. To continue our conversation with Rachel Schroman. If you have a question for Rachel, please give us a call, 952-946-6205. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Folks, you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Rachel Schroman. She is an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law, LLC, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Her law firm has recently been named the best estate law firm in Minnesota by readers of the Star Tribune. And we've been talking about a range of things today, but I want to also let you know this is the last segment. So if you have a question for us, give us a call, 952-946-6205. All right, Rachel, how can our listeners reach you for more information? Well, they can to 515, or they can uh, submit a question through the website, uh, www.shromanlaw.com. And that's S C H R O. M-E-N-Law.com. All right. And it looks like we have callers lined up here. Um, <laughs> let's get them in here if we can on the last segment. Um, we've got uh, Blake, it looks like, who is uh, first up on the call. So, Dan, whenever you're ready, go ahead and, and uh, put Blake on the line. And while we're doing that, go ahead. Blake, are you there? I am. 
Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. What's your question? It's um, kind of a timing thing. Um, I have assets which mostly include my house. Um, my kids live in Germany, so leaving it to them to try and sell and all that, probably just going to be a big headache. So I was thinking leaving it to my school mm. and then having them rent it out and then kind of dish the, the monthly cash out to a number of different entities, including the school, my kids, a uh, tribe or two here and there type of thing. So, (laughs) how do you go about doing something like that? I I assume I need to get my school involved at some point, probably earlier than later, but yeah. 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 Great great question, Blake. Um, I have people reach out with questions about uh, like this regarding their homestead and kind of, it almost sounds like legacy planning. You're trying to plan for what can I do with my assets to create an income to give to charities and support my children. Now, with the house going to the school, you are correct. You're going to want to have a conversation with the school beforehand because what I have found is a lot of times with charities or organizations, even though the gift of uh, property is amazing and they can use it as a rental and they can have this ongoing income from it, they don't necessarily want to do that. Um, With it comes, you know, cost of upkeep, insurance, there's liability factors. So the first step is really having a conversation. Is this something that the school would even be interested in or set up to uh, receive and maintain? If not, there can be other avenues. Um, I could talk for about a half an hour on this, Uh, but I understand your line of thinking. Um, There are a lot of different options, and honestly, I would be thrilled and happy to talk with you uh, off the air if you want to reach out to me at my law firm because this type of charitable and legacy planning is um, really fun and exciting for me to talk through with people, and there, there are a lot of different options and avenues. Okay, sounds great. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Blake, and uh, thank you for listening. All right. We only got a couple minutes left here. I want to get a couple questions um, that we never got a chance to cover at the last time you're on the show. So elder law attorney, does that mean you have to be a certain age before they can come see you? Absolutely not. I'm only 33 years old and I'm thinking about elder law planning for myself all the time. So you can reach out anytime if someone does reach out and I, you know, my opinion is, hey, call me in five, 10 years or so. I'll tell them. But it's never too early to at least start thinking about it and getting connected with a professional. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's, that's, uh, I think, just very special about you is is that you don't tell people what they want to hear. Correct. You tell them what you believe they should hear. Yeah. So again, it's a very honest, transparent relationship that you mm-hmm. have with your clients. Yes. And that 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 just did a lot of integrity, and uh, people have a lot a lot of confidence mm-hmm. in the advice that you give them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, gosh, there's so many questions here. Um, uh, how does how does elder law differ from just regular law, general law? So. Uh, Interesting, because I don't know what you mean by general <laughs> well, law. Well, people say, oh, I'll talk to my attorney. Well, it's, oh, it's a contract attorney it, or, or it. it's a real estate attorney. Yeah. You know, people don't understand. Okay. There's a lot of different attorneys that specialize, like you said. Yes. And you did it right from right from your yep. law school. Yes. So elder law and like medical assistance planning is mm-hmm. is quite specialized because it is a very 
complex, frequently changing area of law that of the attorneys that practice in elder law and do it well, a lot of my colleagues, they are really focused on this because it's a lot to learn. Um, I have yet to do a medical assistance plan for a client that there isn't at least one point where I'm kind of crossing my eyes and scratching my head. <laughs> That's how complex yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, elder law attorneys in the Twin Cities, we're a tight-knit group because we really, really support each other because it is not straightforward and simple. Yeah. And there are a lot of general practice attorneys um, or attorneys who don't specialize in elder law won't take these types of cases. They'll mm -hmm. refer them out. Um, that is a very responsible <laughs> practice <laughs> and a very responsible attorney. Um, but there have been, you know, general practice attorneys that try to advise on it. And again, it creates a mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Rachel, it's been great to have you back on the show here. We can't get to all the questions, but we'll have to have you back. Mm -hmm. And uh, this has been wonderful. Um, I want to thank Rachel Schroman. She is an estate planning and elder law attorney and owner of Schroman Law, LLC, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. And as we mentioned, her firm has been named the best estate law firm in Minnesota. Rachel, how can our listeners get a hold of you for more information? They can call me at 651-571-2515 or visit my website, www.shromanlaw.com. All right. You can always reach us by voice or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, choose to live well. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you hear? Course. Cool. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think you would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. The appliance industry is suffering from major delays with shortages on the horizon. The specialists at Warner Stelling have the area's best selection with thousands of appliances in stock for fast pickup or free delivery. Shop 10 Minnesota stores or at warnerstellian.com.